right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Recruit and Retain Rapidly podcast. I'm Jody with Rapid Hire. I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Deidre. How are you doing today, Deidre? Hello. Doing great, Jody. Very excited about today's podcast. Me too. So today, we're going to look at the uh, marketing for employees versus marketing for customers. Because one of the things whenever people always talk about, whenever I get on calls, they start telling me all about things like I'm a headhunter on what they're looking for in an individual. I'm like, okay, well, let's look at the fact of what we're actually doing. <clears throat> and what we're doing is really marketing for employees. We're marketing for candidates. And when you do that, you have to do things a little differently than what you typically think of with a recruiter. Because uh, a recruiter, they're usually scouring like different places and look for individual people. Well, we're getting our information in front of people when they're just scrolling through social media, when they're just looking through the job boards. We want to make sure that when they see the information, that they see it in a way that puts you in the best light and causes them to want to take a minute, stop, and look at exactly what you have to offer. So with that, we're going to dig into that. We're going to, from that standpoint, we're going to look at job ads. Not really, job, we'll look at job descriptions later on in another podcast, but today we're going to look at job ads and what makes the difference, um, why you would why you would want, want to put together a job preview, and then your, um, your and then look at your UMR, and we'll talk about what UMR is a little bit later, so hang on, you'll find out all about that here in just a little bit. <laughs> so with that in mind, Dieter, tell me a little bit about how you look at marketing for employees or job boards versus social media whenever it comes to the side of, you know, getting those leads coming in? Well, the first thing that we want to do is just remind people, uh, you had just mentioned a second ago about headhunters. Again, the whole point purpose behind what we're doing is that pull marketing. So we're wanting to draw in the candidates and not have to chase after them. So that's why we're looking for more of the marketing for your employees versus the headhunter approach, because that takes a lot more of your time and effort and you don't have that. Let's just be honest. Um, And then the hiring, how many headhunters you would need to hire to do that very targeted headhunting is is a lot. Um, So when we're looking at doing employment ads and graphics, um, the number one thing that you want to do is be on social media. Like the job boards are fantastic and they're great. Currently, I just read an article from Forbes and we're looking at right now in just one month in this year. We've only been in this year for like five months. So in just one month, over 30,000 Americans put in the resignation. Like that's huge. Like people are just leaving their jobs because they're needing something bigger and better. Now, a lot of those people are going to go to your job boards and they're going to post, but they're all on social media. So targeting them where they're at. And then not only targeting the people that are looking, but also the passive people that are not looking. Passive targeting is huge. And so that's why putting your ads on social media or on all the platforms is the best way to go about doing that. Yeah, we never say you should leave job boards. We're not saying don't do job boards. They're always going to find the people that are frustrated where they're at and are actively looking. <clears throat> and they're going to be some of those are going to be great candidates. So um, looking at it, but you have to do something in addition to that these days. And the thing is, is that whenever you look at where people are spending their time, it's on social media. I mean, the average American spends two and a half hours a day on social media. I mean, that's a lot of time. I mean, Facebook, Instagram, I mean, and if you don't believe me, just look anytime you go anywhere in public, how many people are looking at their phones and what do you think? Right. They're not all just texting their friends. <laughs> They're spending time looking at, I mean, just, I mean, it, anytime I mean, people lay in bed and just scroll through social media. So one of the things that you have to look at 
is what gets their attention. And I always like to use the example, and it's a little far-fetched, but if anybody, I'm, I'm going to age myself here, anybody remembers Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, whenever Harrison Ford, he moves the thing, and it, all of a sudden this big ball starts rolling down the, the, the cave towards him and has to take off running. That's how people are looking at social media. I mean, they're just running 100 miles an hour. They're scrolling through. They're seeing the latest brisket knife, the latest, you know, if their friend's kids play in soccer or whatever, or the latest supermodel that posted a must-see picture on Instagram. Uh, at least that's what's in my newsfeed. So you're going through looking at these things, and it's like all of a sudden, boom, what's going to stop them? What's going to get their attention? And it's going to be something that appeals to them that much like you would appeal to a customer. And I always do this when I, it's actually it's part of our website. I always do it when I talk on stages. You would never advertise for a customer by saying, hey, if you have a, at least a three-bedroom, two-bath house, pay your bills on time, have a 750 credit score or higher and need things fixed at your home, we'll come do that for you. you know, now we'll, we'll look at it to see if we want to come fix it. That's how most people are advertising for employees. Unfortunately, it's like I cannot tell you how many people have filled out their forms and given it to us, and and they literally will put on there, um, not rude, really great with customers. Like it's basically like your profile of what you want your candidate avatar to look like, and they're they're putting all this negative stuff. This is not the place to air out your dirty laundry from what just happened with your previous employee. Um, we're looking for the right fit. And, yeah. and they don't have that already. So stop putting on there all the negative stuff from your previous people on your ads. Like that's not the best way to go about marketing for yourself. Yeah, we want to we do it through the attraction of what you do want. <clears throat> instead right. of what you don't want. Because, and, and the thing is, is that with the way processes are set these days, you can actually go through a lot of filtering to make sure yeah. that you're moving towards exactly what you're looking for. The first step of that is with the way your ad looks on the way your ad looks. And with that, because the thing is, is that, I mean, your branding is very important. Um, we look at, you know, you look at companies that don't have very good branding versus those that do. It not only makes a difference in the marketplace for customers, it makes a difference in how people see you whenever they're looking at you and they're thinking about coming to work for a job um, or for a career rather. And in doing that, you have to make sure that your branding is on point. And one of and to the point of matching your hex colors. Now I know that seems kind of far. And what a hex color is, is it's the little code, little five or seven, six digit code of exactly what your logo colors are. Because I mean, that's important. It's the little things. Our presentation is everything when it comes to this, but making sure your branding is represented and then making sure that you're using things that get the attention. Like we always tell people, we, we need pictures of employees with logo shirts on. I always point to my logo. Those you'll never see me on a podcast. You'll never see me on a call that I'm not wearing a logoed shirt because I'm representing the brand and the logo shirt on doing work. That's what gets their attention, right? And your wrapped vehicles, pictures of your vehicle, pictures of your trucks, because sometimes it can make a difference if that your truck looks like it's a newer truck or newer van, because the way they may be working is somewhere that doesn't, not, doesn't have that great of vehicles, that great of branding, and they will feel good about it. Great branding makes your employees feel good about what they're putting on every morning, what their van they're getting into, and those kind of things. And so looking at it, first is the branding, then the graphics, you know, with the logo shirt on, doing happy, smiling people. 
they gotta be, they gotta be, they don't look miserable for sure. Don't get, don't get the sad people. And another thing with the using your guys and the branded shirts, especially when you're on social media, the very first thing that's going to happen is he's going to go in and like his post, the image that he's on he or She's going to share that. And then all of their aunts, uncles, and cousins that live in that area are then going to share that image as well. So using your stuff, your brand will get your tribe that's around you in your community and push that out even more than a, like a stock image per se. Right. And then with that, with and along with that same thing, like I said, a stock image, everybody knows that the guy with or gal with the blue overalls and the blue hat or the hard hat is not really working for your company. Those they're the same people they see on 27 different generic websites, right? So they got to be, we want your employees. And in fact, we, it's like, cause we're so used to doing this. This is things. Yeah. You you know, these are things you can do. We don't have to do it for you. Anybody can do these things. So right. your logo shirts on, doing work, wrapped vehicles in the images, and then matching your colors of the what you're put the graphics you're putting on those images with your logo colors so that everything blends together, so that everything looks the way it is. Because everyone's looking for something to be a scam these days. So if mm-hmm. you have an ad that has different colors on it, then whenever whatever they go to, whenever they put their information in, they're not going to take the next step. They're going to look at it as being a phishing scam where they're just trying to gather their information and sell it to somebody. I don't know who you'd sell it to, but that's what they look at it. So you yeah. want to make sure that that branding is consistent through everything that you do. And we got to take great pains in making sure that everything matches to the point where, I mean, I've, I've, I had a call with someone the other day and I was like, I can tell you recently did a rebrand. And, um, but uh, I said, although your, your, your old branding was red, white, and blue, the new branding is different colors. The old branding wasn't horrible, but the new branding really looks great. Was, how do you know? I was like, because you have old pictures of your old vans on your website and pictures of your new vans on your website. I said, that's that's how I knew. Uh, plus, I have an eye for it. I was like, but that gives a mixed signal. I said, you need to, when you do a rebrand, when you change your graphics, when you change it, change everything. You know, change right. your pictures on your website, change your banner, change your pictures on your Facebook page. Don't leave those old images there because... Because they're not really getting that giving that much value, but also it confuses people. So graphics and branding are huge. The other thing is have fun with how you write things and use. I know this is going to sound corny or childish or whatever, but use emojis in your job ads. Now, when it you're doing not, it's not childish. It's on trend. Like your whole, you have a whole generation of people who only communicate with emojis. So if you're not using emojis, you're not communicating to them. So if you're trying to talk to the 20 crowd, 20 year old crowd, th- if you don't have emojis on your text, you're not talking to them. And that's the thing is one of the biggest things when setting up your graphics and, and your branding is that you want to be on trend. And so you want to keep with what is current and trending and emojis are still very current and trending. Um, so that's definitely one that you want to do, but then picking out the right ones. That's huge. Yeah. And I'm gonna give I'm gonna give away a secret. Is that all right? You can go ahead. <laughs> uh, all right, go ahead, Grandpa. <laughs> the thing is, is everybody anybody that's ever gonna call on me knows the secret is the headline of your of your when you do an ad on social media, you have your image and then there's a headline. The graphic or the emoji rather that gets the most attention in that headline is a flame. The flame yeah. emoji. And you know you can't use it every time because then it gets kind of you get banner blindness when you use it every time. But if you're just starting running ads, that flame emoji gets people's attention. There's some other ones there, but things we, we found. Do a lot. 
A-B testing will show you exactly what it is, but we do a lot of that. And the flame emoji hands down over all of them. It's the craziest one, but it is. It's the one that works. I mean, we've tried things like with air conditioning companies, the snowflake and with plumbing mm-hmm. companies, the water drops and that kind of thing with, with um, electricians, the little lightning bolt, those kind of things. No, flames. Flames, flames winds hands down. But then also, not just the headline, put emojis everywhere in the copy. You know, put emojis in if it's you know, health insurance, put the little doctor with the little thing on the emoji there. If it's, you know, if it's um, vacation, put the little emoji of the island with the palm tree on it. You know, little things like that because people can see it. They just sometimes they just see the emojis without even reading what the actual words are saying. And it basically it resonates because we consume information in different ways. Some of us, when they're very visual, when we see the emojis, others of us are what is called uh, auditory digital. So we read the we read the letters rather than see the emojis. You want to give it as mu- in as many ways possible for them to see and retain the information, and from that standpoint. So emoji, we we even put emojis. Uh, a lot of what we do, we just do with um, text messaging and emails. We even put emojis in the text messages because it's. I mean, look at go through your go through your text messages. How many emojis are in there? A bunch. That's how people communicate today. So again. But first of all, the graphics and the branding. Second, emojis. And we're going to get in later on in another episode. We're going to get into exactly what the benefits should be and the requirements and those things. But right now, these are just things you already know what your benefits are. These are just things to help you with the things you already have. And the other one is kind of like it's a it's not one of those things that doesn't seem like it would make much difference, but it it's amazing the difference that it does make. Whenever you see somebody saying, we're looking for a qualified electrician or one master plumber or one experienced painter or garage door installer, people typically are not going to take the time to fill out your form. You're looking for one. Now, if if you are looking for one, that's fine. But don't ever say you're looking for one. You always are looking for, we're we're now, we're currently hiring technicians, not a technician installers not a installer because people look at it oh, they probably already hired one but if you're hiring multiple technicians or multiple installers now there's a chance that there's probably still an opening even though the ad's running and you're only hiring one person the other thing is do you really want to deflect people that might be a good fit so whenever you're saying you can put a number on there we found like the number three tends to work pretty good if you say five it's like okay why you need five but you know hiring two or three technicians seems to work better, but it's always, it's just making it plural. And it also comes off as growth. Your company is growing, you're flourishing. Think it's a positive versus you had one person leave. Why did they leave? And why are you looking for that person's replacement? And then I have to now compete against hundreds of people. And that's the mindset that you're setting with just a person. But with multiple people, you're basically saying, hey, we're needing two or three because we're growing a new team or we're developing a new department or whatever it is. It shows growth and expansion. So as a candidate, that person's going to look at that and say, hey, there's going to be career opportunities for me in this company because you can kind of tell based off of that. It sends a sub message Right. And in another episode, we'll go into like how to build it so that it looks like a career rather than a job. But yes. for now, it's just these, 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 like I said, if you just implement two or three little things we're talking about, it's going to make a world of difference in your conversion and what happens. People tell us all the time, and we tried that social media thing, but it just didn't work. Well, what do I say? It only always works. What didn't work was what you asked them to do or where you sent them or how you positioned it. 
That's what didn't work. It always works. It has to. It just doesn't work the way you sometimes you desire it to because of the way things have been positioned. So graphics and branding, emojis, always hiring more than one. If you just do those things, it's going to make a world of difference in what you do. Now, yes. the next thing in positioning, because let's face it, it's an employee's market. I mean, people are saying there's, you know, there's a recession coming. We're going to have all, we're going to have more people than we can need to choose from. Well, we haven't seen that trend. Um, we still have people that, we're, that are signing up with us every day who need help get with recruiting because they're tried all the standard methods and that's just, they're still short of people. And, and looking at it, one of the things that we did with one of our clients and we've kind of expanded it into other things is, you know, people are like, I want to do a hiring event or that type of thing. Well, that takes a lot of time, effort, and energy. You got to invite people. You got to get them to show up to a thing. You got to have vans and trucks and clowns and balloons, whatever. And it's a lot of effort and energy. And there's a very simple way that you can do this. And everybody can do it. It's not hard to do. Is position it a what we call a job preview. So tell me a little bit, Deidre. I know you do these on a, on a, on a weekly basis with, with clients. So tell me about a job preview, why that's important. Why should somebody take the time to actually do one and whenever they're trying to position information to get somebody to apply for a job? Yeah, so we do career preview or job previews here. Um, and, and the thing that we do and how we set it up and the why behind it is it gives, you can only put so many words on text and you can only give so much of a feel through a graphic. But having a video message from the owner or the hiring managers of your company that can really showcase like the actual feel of your company. If is the grass really greener on the other side? That's going to be every candidate's question when they're in a current role and they're looking to make that transition. Because again, your ideal person is that rock star that you're wanting to poach. Okay, let's just be honest about it. And in order for them to know whether or not they want to leave the security of their paycheck, even though they may not be comfortable with their current role, is to do a career preview. Have that time. And it's so simple. It doesn't require a lot of people. It doesn't require a lot of money. It doesn't require a lot of extra. It requires you and a setup kind of like what we're doing right now, where you just talk about your company. You tell your company culture. And, and I just want to hit this for real quick. When you say we have a great company culture, you're defining your company culture as the word great. There's nothing to that. So what is it about you that separates you from your competitor? What? Why would I leave my desk from where I'm at and come work with you that's different. And we're going to talk a lot more, like Jody keeps mentioning it, and I'll mention it too. We'll talk a lot more about those little detail things in your job ads that can help you give the right benefits, but it's also going to be in your career preview too. Um, but you want to know like what sets you apart from your competitor? What's your position that you're looking for? What is the day-to-day? -day? You actually get to tell the candidate like what their day is going to look like. When you get up, you're going to have this many jobs. It was so great because Jody shared with me just the other day a video from one of the companies that we're working with. They recently were bought out by another company and the area manager for the company was making comments like, you know, if my if you had told me that my truck wasn't going to break down, I was going to do fewer jobs and make more money. I would have signed up for this a long time ago. And, and that's the thing is people don't know that you have better trucks, better equipment, 
a better work offer, a better life work balance. And if, unless you, and you can write that on an ad, but until you actually have a video where you're showcasing it and you tell us how they went from doing nine jobs a day to doing three to four jobs a day. That's how I can't put that in an ad. I can't put that many words on a graphic, but I can do that in a video interview. I think actually one of the things he said, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have believed it if you'd have told him. Yeah. 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 I believe that if I would have known I'd have, I'd have signed up for it a long time ago. And it's just, I mean, <clears throat> the com- name, com- name of the company didn't change. The branding changed, the trucks changed, the process changed, and how they go about doing things changed. And that's yeah. what made all the difference. That's, that's, that's culture. I mean, those are the things that come into play and the, the support of the new owner, you know, coming in behind, coming in to support everything they were doing. One of the things that I'm going to tell people whenever I'm talking to them, they're like, well, how do I how do I come up with these things? I always talk about different intangible benefits. The things that's not healthcare and vision and dental. And especially when you're getting ready to do your job preview, you want to look at why do your best employees work for you? Like, well, I mean, I don't know for, for exactly. I was like, okay, ask them. Just ask them. If you don't feel comfortable holding a phone while recording it, just go say, hey, Bob, let me ask you a question. You've been here for a couple of years. Tell me, what do you like best about working here? What's your favorite thing about why you get up every morning and come to work here? How does this different than the last place you worked? How would you compare it? Get them to tell you because they'll tell you exactly how to position yourself with the, with your with your career preview. And I, I apologize. I called it a job preview. I've been talking this whole time about it's a career, not a job, and I call it a job preview. It's a career preview. Deidre just said it correctly. Um, but you know, just ask them why. And if they feel comfortable letting you record it, do it because that goes a long way whenever you put that in a job ad or you put it on a your landing page for the application page and you got a couple of um, snippets there of why your employees currently work for you or why they why it's different working for you than their last job, why they love coming into the shop, why they love coming into work every day. That goes a long way in people seeing it because that's not you talking about your company. That's the employees because they've always said, you know, self-promotion is of little value, but what other people say is of great value because they're not being paid to say it. I mean, they kind of are, but not necessarily. They're not lying. They're really telling you their genuine feelings of why they why they like coming to work there. So I actually have a job preview coming up later today. And one of the suggestions that I gave to the owner was go around just with your iPhone, have someone in your company do it. Don't don't you do it. Have someone within your company go around with their iPhone and just say, hey, can I do a really quick video? We're trying to figure out and get a good feel for what we're doing right here and just ask, what are we doing right what would you say about working here? Why do you like this? Why were you stay here versus other places? So asking those questions to your employees to also know your reasoning behind how you're going to set up your marketing and also how you're going to connect with your audience and your ideal candidate that you're bringing in is huge because there's going to be factors that you didn't even realize that you are giving as a company um, that that your employees are going to then tell you. So that that's going to be a big key for you being able to set up the right career preview. But then we also can use those. Uh, you can use them as advertisements on Facebook, on social media platforms, on your website. Your careers page should always have video. So those video testimonials from your employees are huge. They do. Um, they, you can use them a multitude of different ways. Yes. So, so in, in looking at it and also with the that when you do the job preview, who do you suggest is the person that's on the video? 
Me, I like to have the owner of the company there. Um, I have done it where I've had the owner and a hiring manager or someone to that effect. I love, love, love having people on there that started out as a technician and they worked their way up to an area manager or some other kind of position that's a little bit higher. Um, and it shows that career path that they had uh, and, and kind of talking about their experience and how they got to go through that. That's, that's always awesome. So either the owner of the company, because I like to hear the why, I think others like to hear the why. Um, they want to know, why am I going to come work for you? Why did you start your company? Why are you better? What's the why? Um, so having the owner on that is is huge. Right. You also hear what the owner is dedicated to. And what right. For the company, it's, it's like not only the why, but where we're going from here, um, those types of things. Because, <clears throat> I mean, some some of them have a huge vision. Um, and you want to you want to be able to extract that and be able to put that out so that you you have that information for them. So what you're really doing is you're positioning it in a, you want to basically position the company in a, I want to work there type of place, right? You want to make it yeah. so they're looking at going, I want to go work there. Um, and there's, there's places, you know, that there's, there's places they see that they don't want to go work. Right? So you want to make it so that they look at it and go, you know, the thing is you're advertising, right? The, the career preview is basically, it's like a, it's like a video of, of basically getting their attention to get them to say, you know what, this is something I got to at least take the next step and move through the process. The other thing that the career, like the way that the, the job ads, the, the, the career preview, what those do is it helps to not only engage them, but it helps to indoctrinate them into your hiring process. It shows that there is actually some thought that goes into how the company is structured, how it's run, and how they will be treated whenever they come into the company. Because to begin with, this is all the information they have before they put their name, first name, last name, email, and phone, phone number in there to become a lead. And then they basically then go through the process of the application, any filtering, any assessments that you do, any type of automated video interviews. The more they see the company and the more they have that I want to work there kind of feeling, the more they will go through, the more steps they will take moving through the process to be filtered into it being the person that best fits the avatar of what you're looking for. Because exactly. if you just see an ad and next thing is go fill this out, it's like, no, heck with that. I'm not going to do that. But when they see these steps that you're going through to bring them into the indoctrination aspect of your business, the more likely they are to move through the process. Because people ask me all the time, well, do people actually do those things? They actually do the video interview? And the answer is, if you do a good job of sharing with them why they should come work for you, yeah, they will, they will go through and do that. If you just throw something out there and you know, and expect them to just go through the process, might not work as well. Just like, just like you know, whenever you're fishing, if you're chumming for something versus just throwing bait out, you got to kind of got to tease them into coming over there first in order to see that, yeah, there really is something to offer here. And that's probably a horrible example. It's just what comes to mind. <laughs> but, uh, What's in my head right now is it's kind of like it's it's dating. Like you you want to put out who you are so that you get the right match. I mean, because if you're catfishing and you're putting up this gorgeous photo and then you're not that person, then they're going to get to you and be like, oh, just kidding. And they're going to bail on the first date or the interview. 
if you want that right person, show them who you are, show them your personality through your ads, show them your personality through your career preview, because your personality of your company is going to be hugely defined, but your candidate flow will match that. You'll get people who are excited that if you have, you know, the bro club, they're going to get excited about being part of the bro club. Like here, we have some really incredible people that work at this company and we're all kind of similar in, in ways. And it's because when we advertise, we put out quirky stuff and we say quirky things and we talk about The Office because that's our favorite TV show as a whole collective, you know, things like that. So you wouldn't know that though, if I didn't tell you, but that's why you put it on your ads. You, you put it in your, your career preview, you put it in your videos, you show who you are. Yeah. And it's the more you do, more the more you'll attract the right type of person to come work for your company. Right. So that's the job ads and that's the job preview. And then this next piece is going to seem maybe a little off topic, but it's something that every business needs to really look at and think about. <clears throat> and that is your UMR. I talked about it a little bit at the beginning of it, but when, what your UMR is and every company out there, every home service company in existence, no matter what you do, doesn't matter if you're a HVAC company, garage door company, landscape, pest control, power washing, pressure washing, soft washing, whatever, you have a UMR. And a UMR is a term that I created because it's how you look at the value that somebody like us brings to the table. Um, and when you're comparing it, because whenever someone first looks at what we do and our pricing, they're like, oh, that's expensive. And it's like, yeah, compared to what? Well, they don't have anything to compare it to. Right. Um, and so what we're really very inexpensive compared to what it's costing them not to have us. So your UMR is the real cost of an empty truck sitting at the shop. Because, oh, there is no cost. So it's just sitting there. I mean, I may have a payment on it, but if it's just sitting there. I don't have any cost. Well, that may be true. But there is a cost. The, 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 it, sitting there, it may not be a price, but there's a cost. It's a cost to your business. It's a cost to your employees. It's a cost to your brand, having that empty truck sitting there. What UMR is, is unrealized monthly revenue. The unrealized monthly revenue of that truck slash van sitting at the shop, not running, not having a person in it, not having a qualified technician out running calls, what is that costing the company? That is cost. And with that, it's you have several things you have to take into place. One is the revenue that it's generating, right? So for what we found is for most businesses, that's going to be somewhere between twenty-five dollars to $50,000 and up per month of unrealized revenue of that van slash truck sitting at the shop not running. That's just one piece of it. There's other aspects that go into that that are somewhat intangible, but they affect the bottom line. So the one is there's an impact on future calls when you have to tell customers no, right? Whenever you have more calls than you can handle and you got an empty van or empty truck or two or three sitting out there, that is unrealized monthly revenue. It's a long-term impact to the viability of your business because if people call and you can't get to them for several days, and they call someone else and that other someone does a great job, what is the likelihood of them calling you next time for service? They're getting right. a new sticker on the door. They're getting a new sticker on the air handler. They've got a new person. They're going to, I know I moved into a house recently in January and we had a problem with the air conditioner. 
I called the HVAC company that was on the sticker because they were the last ones out there. And they were, they said that because of the workload that they would be two to three days before they could come out. Well, that was not feasible for me. So I went on, what do I do? I went online, went on Google, searched for HVAC company in my area, looked for the ones with the best reviews, called them up. Within an hour and a half, they were out here. Guess what? There's a new sticker and I got a new HVAC guy. You know, I've got somebody that I call. Same thing for changing out fixtures in the house. I'm not going to call that other company back because I wasn't important enough, even though I was calling from a sticker from an existing house that they had been to. It's not their fault because they didn't have enough employees. It is their fault that they didn't do what they needed to do to have the availability for whenever I called to provide service to me. So you have that. I had the same exact experience uh, when we moved in here. We needed an electrician to knock something out for us. And we called, I think, like five or six electricians and only one could actually come out in a reasonable time frame. So that's the guy that we called. So you're, you are, you're, you're missing out on your customers because you don't have a, a man in the truck, a, a guy in the truck. So the thing is, is that it's not just that, that call. It's all the future calls that that customer would call for. Oh yeah. Now I love, I love the electrician that came out. Like I want to be his best friend. I invited him and his wife to come over. They came out and petted the llamas. Like that's what's going to happen though, is they're going to invest in the company that came out invested in their, in their home. And they're going to continue to go back to them because they missed, you missed out on that opportunity. Right. Then how about the impact it has on your existing employees? Right. Right. Rushed employees get fewer good reviews. If they have to go, they're finishing up this call because they've got two more waiting and they're hurrying up to get through it. So they are rushed because they're rushed. They don't pay enough attention to the customer in order for them to provide exemplary service. I'm not saying always, but I'm saying as a rule, it's human nature. If we're rushed, we don't tend to do as good. I mean, I, I, whenever I get to the end of a, a call with someone, and if I'm running late and I've got a next appointment, I tend to rush things at the end and they don't get the full value that they would get if I had all the time in the world. So, you know, so the rushed employee gets fewer good reviews because the field person feels that they're just there to fix it and go and that's it. Um, Plus company morale. Yeah. Like those employees that are rushing through them, they're also frustrated because they're carrying the load of the fact that you don't have somebody else in that empty truck that's sitting out there and then they don't feel as if you're supporting them yeah. and you're giving them everything they need. And the other part of it is, which directly impacts the bottom line, is if you have a rushed employee that's jumping from job to job and they get toward the end of the day and they get in there, they're there to fix whatever the thing is, they see the solution. And if you have a sales process, which you should have a sales process where you go through and share with them multiple solutions to the problem that they're having so that they can make a choice based on their situation and what they want to have happen. Not just not everybody's looking for just the cheapest solution. They may feel that way, but tired employees, employees that have been job to job to job all day and they get to the last one of the day, they tend to skip steps in the sales process. No matter even, oh, why would they do that? I, I've heard this argument a lot. Why would they do that? They get paid for, they get, it's performance pay. They get paid the more, they get paid more based on how much they sell, based on, I'm like, yeah. But if you're tired, it doesn't matter. That one job is not going to make a huge amount of difference at the end of the day if they're tired and just want to get home, go home, see their kids, their wife, their kids, or if they're, if they're late to go see their kids' soccer game or baseball game, it's not going to, it's going to have an impact. 
where by having the proper staff in place, by not having that empty van sitting there, that empty truck sitting there, there's enough people in the position, not to mention on-call, call-outs, emergency services. You know, you start to run them, run, you start, they start to run ragged. And, I mean, it affects morale. It affects their efficiency, their effectiveness. It affects everything. So when it comes to unrealized monthly revenue, yeah, it's the revenue that the tra- you're not making from that truck not running, which would be specific just to that. But it's impacting every other aspect of your business whenever it comes to that. Whenever you, you're getting fewer, fewer reviews, you're getting you're not making as much money, not just from that truck, but from all the other ones that are running because the people are being run ragged. And it, in the long run, it, 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 you add that up. If it's twenty five to fifty thousand dollars, when you look at the impact of the whole business, it's probably more like fifty to a hundred thousand dollars, more than double what the empty truck sitting there, the revenue that it makes that it's impacting the business. So it really comes down to a huge impact, and it, it's hard to quantify a lot of times. But that's the that's the pieces that you have to look at, and when you're making the decision of how detailed how in depth how committed are you going to be to finding the right people to put in the right seats so right those are the things that um that i see from unrealized monthly revenue i'm sure deidre you see it from the other side from when from the on the account management side and then you have them actually bringing the right people in yes uh i get a lot of you know, thank yous. And this is awesome. We really appreciate it where, you know, people are getting to fill those trucks that, and, and just the overall, like having a a customer call you and tell you, thank you, because you filled a role for them is huge and impactful because they're not only getting to service their customers, but all their employees feel a lighter weight. They enjoy coming back to work. Just one person can ultimately change the entire morale and feel of an organization. So I do get, I do get a lot of feedback on that. And then we also get a lot of the opposite end where it's like, the people who get it and they're like, we really need this person now, like yesterday. And it's like, well, you also have to put in all the right steps to make sure that you're getting the right people too. So, yeah, because it's not just turning on a switch. You got to right. position it because it's, it's all the nuances that go into place. So there's nothing about what we do that's hard, but it ain't easy. You've got it's a strategy that you have to put in step by step. And that's what we're sharing with you, the things that you can do to do this on your own. If the job ads, you know, just if you just do nothing but the job ads, it's going to make a difference. If you create a job preview, even 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 if it's not a great preview, it's better than no preview. And then right. really keeping in mind as you're putting these things together, what that impact is going to have long term for your business. By not having them. The other thing is, once you once you get that truck filled, how what a position you're going to be in to get more trucks. Right. One of the things we run into is because we help people fill those empty trucks, and then they they need more. And it takes a while nowadays to get new vans. It's getting a little better, but it was months and months to get new trucks. You get new ones yeah. coming in, and once you get it, you got to get it wrapped. You got all these different things. So it all starts to come into the planning and putting those things in place. Um, as you start to recruit, to put the people in place in order to make it so that you have a company that is being represented the way that you know it should be 
and companies are being served, customers are being served the way they should be. And you feel comfortable knowing that people are doing the right things on your behalf whenever they're going out to visit your customers. So job ads, job preview, realizing what the true cost of that empty truck sitting there are going to go a long way to helping you start to see some light at the end of the tunnel of some of the ways that you can overcome this whole, I can't find anybody type situation. Yep. So that's pretty much it for me. You got any closing thoughts, Deidre? No, <laughs> I think we hit it all. Put up the fire emojis, showcase your personality, do a career preview, done. <laughs> right. so those, those two things will go a long way. Really so thanks, will. Thanks everybody for taking the time to be here. We will dig deeper into some of these things on the, on some subsequent episodes as we go through here. So you'll be able to see the um, you'll be able to see the contents as we go through and post more of these podcasts. We're so glad you took the time to hop on here and see what we're what's going on, and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Until then, I'm Jody. I'm Deidre, and we're here to help. Thanks. <laughs>